1: Hi guys, Jason here. Really quick before we start the show, this episode with Dean Kissick is a great one. He is an amazing guest and a cool and smooth talker with a very powerful brain that is larger than ours. It was recorded last week, so I just wanted to let you know that some of our references may be a little old. Um, you know, we talk about Chrissy Teigen, Netflix's Halston, some things like that. Usually we're on top of it. Um, but this is just some older stuff. Just wanted to let you guys know before we get going. And then also really quick, if you go to store.dontodeathprojects.com, you can uh, purchase our hats. We have new hats available. Uh, In the classic navy color, we also have a white and a khaki color available. Those will probably go quickly, so make sure you hop on there. Here's today's episode with Dean Kissick. Hello, Chris Black. Today is Tuesday, the 18th, aka the 19th, and I'm here inside of my guest bedroom slash
0: podcast studio and chris is also in here oh very rare baby chris black is gracing glendale with his presence once again this time on a weekday and there's no food involved thank god i did show up with um a gallon of water and i'm ready to fucking podcast jason what the fuck are you doing i gotta put in my care
1: by design focus cbd drops it's like um it's like adderall (laughs) Do you put it in your eye or just in your drink? I put it in my urethra.
0: Okay. Uh, Hold on. Do do you remember when people used to say that they would put liquid acid in their eye? Was that something you heard in high school? Of course. Of course. Do you believe that to be true? Or is that like the peanut butter on the dick dog story?
1: Both of those are true, and I've seen both of them happen. (laughs) You've not seen liquid acid. I believe the dog dick story more for you than the acid. (laughs) I swear both
0: of those things have been a part of my life. Wow, Orange County is twisted to AF.
1: I've never done acid in the eye, but I have watched a friend of mine get peanut butter licked off of his penis by a dog. It didn't last long, but it doesn't need to, you know?
0: <laughs> no, it really doesn't. That's a good point. Couple licks and we get the message, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something just came unplugged, bro. Okay, hold
1: on. <laughs> Speaking of peanut butter, you brought over some great, um, welcome gifts, one pack of American Spirits, yellow, Earth Day edition, not cheap, and then a pack of Quinn's peanut butter filled pretzels, gluten free, also not cheap. Also very crunchy. Quinn, I
0: know you're listening. Send a bag, you dumbass. <laughs> I would keep nev- quit playing with me. <laughs> Quinn be playing with you. I would never show up to Glendale empty handed um and i post chicas on on the stories they're like tj yes my guys did chicas send you
1: something the chicas familia those it's a it's a female run business that we like to support and they are they are down and they are cool i, I post the martin's potato rolls they're they're fucking with the vision i post the quins and, and i'm left on red i think that's kind of cool that
0: quins won't fuck with you do you think they fuck with anybody who's getting the bag i don't think anybody does which podcasters are getting free pretzels that's that's the question that we need to answer. i mean they're not even
1: sending chrissy teigen a bag bro i don't think
0: chrissy dude did
1: you read that did you read this story
0: about chrissy teigen the courtney stodden dms i saw a little she she like dm'd her like death threats like i hope you die type shit can you imagine getting a a death threat from chrissy teigen
1: of all the things that teigen has done is that going to be the straw that breaks the camel's back for her is her. I think people, sending death threats to a think, woman. She was famous because she like dated an old guy, right? She married an old guy. She married an old guy and she took the time to DM her. Like, I hope you die. You bitch or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah, Take a
0: dirt nap or some shit. Something, <laughs> something real cute. Take a dirt nap. I think that we're suffering from te- Tegan fatigue. And she can, it can be pushed over the edge into full get out of here with a few false moves like this one.
1: Full get out of here. That's what we call being canceled now.
0: Well, she won't be canceled. Tegan was like 32 <laughs> and know. like bullying a 16 year old. And she's also like i mean she just sucks and she's and john she's married to john legend that's really i mean like that's kind of what she's famous for now because she pivoted into being like a mom she's she's just a business but she stopped drinking which that was her other thing was like i love wine you know what i mean <laughs> so now she stopped drinking she quit twitter and came back because she like, couldn't live without it and she's starting to run out of bravo shows to talk about she i mean she literally gives us nothing like john legend is definitely closeted but at least he gives us great music she's a wonderful mother. I could be mother. Look, I'd be wonderful mother too if I had a nanny for each kid. That ain't nothing with John Legend paying for it all. She doesn't deserve John, does she? Honestly, no. John has given us a lot. If you really think about it,
1: his output to height ratio has hurt him. I think. How tall is Legend?
0: I don't. Think, five I
1: don't think tall is the word
0: that we're using to describe him. The jumper ain't weddy. He he's more of a perimeter guy. <laughs> He's, uh, he ain't pulling down any rebounds.
1: He yeah, I mean I don't know how tall John Legend is. If you add the Hollywood two inches, it's probably gonna be four inches for him. You know, he's wearing lifts on the on the He's not his, his
0: little Tom Cruise Like, Hold on, I'm gonna look this up.
1: He's gotta be five six, I would say. So actually five four. <laughs> five, nine. Okay, so, so five five seven. So he's five six. Yeah, I, I give he's gonna do a four like most actors will do a two inch bump. You 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 two go up to it. That John, like John Halston, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> desperate or, times call for desperate measures. He needs a four inch bump. Yeah, no Halston.
0: Yeah, fuck Chrissy Teigen. John Legend, they'll get divorced. He'll get he'll get fed up with it at a certain point. They got multiple kids. you think that stops people from getting divorced? That's like literally why people get divorced. I'm
1: pretty sure no one's ever got divorced if they have kids together. That's
0: a good point. <laughs> I, should, I should have finds. rethought that. I apologize <laughs> for that. But I I just don't see. But the, I think John
1: Legend is happy. He was like, I can't believe I bagged this chick. I've been trying to have sex with her since 1998 or whatever. John Legend,
0: no, John Legend was getting plenty. John Legend was doing his little thang. Yeah, you're but you're in the she, studio with Kanye at the height. Yeah, but s- speaking you went of to
1: Harvard, of all the words to use, height is still the issue that needs to be factored in here. <laughs> Chrissy Chris? Teigen's got, got a full foot on man's mm-hmm. and she lets him dive into it. Is she a big dog? Is she 5'11"? She's not a short. No, she's not she's short. short.
0: No, she's not short. Wait, hold on. have you built with tegan before yeah (laughs) so so because you just looked at me see this is why we got to pod in the same room more often (laughs) you looked at me with a a knowing look about her height that goes beyond a wikipedia search would you agree with that that's right it was the tale of the tape face to face you broke bread with tegan i did yeah at what hot eatery it was a shitty restaurant
1: in orange county (laughs) what i don't want to say but it was one of those places that does like very wild preparations and like funky plating and like crazy like w- popcorn pork belly or, slider. Isn't, type but isn't shit. she
0: considered a foodie? Mm-hmm. This was before Felix was open, I guess. So,
1: this was when she was on a MTV food show with Eddie Wong, and they d- it was like all these. And there there's another judge on the show that was a chef from this restaurant, and they're like, "Yo, we're going down to go like do like a." Bro deal meal at this restaurant in Orange County. This is when I was talking and hanging out to with Eddie We Wong need the
0: mayor of Orange County to come with us. We're not good down there unless Jason is there. And it was I, I had a blast.
1: It was I had a lot of fun
0: hanging out with Tegan. But
1: um but yeah, now we don't really talk. We and we never really spoke after that. Why would we?
0: Did she follow you back? Yeah. Tegan still follows TJ. Does she?
1: That's right. Should we get her on the pod? No. Break the silence what do you mean no if 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 she agreed to do it you wouldn't do that i would do it yeah sure then why'd you just say no because i'd rather not we'd be putting out joe rogan numbers and we will not have to talk about silencing the voice of the white straight man
0: uh i would like to silence her voice as much as possible if <laughs> if i'm, if I'm being honest with you, i, I love... feel like
1: most folks agree with you so yeah that's all that's it chrissy Teigen's bad popcorn <laughs> shrimp
0: pork belly popcorn, sliders bad pork belly i love sliders though let's i mean i know you're a, you're a slider guy you're not
1: when's the last time you ate a slider
0: I would never eat a slider.
1: <laughs> You've never had a slider in your entire life? No.
0: Jesus. Well, cuz those are those are, you know, wagyu. <laughs> <laughs> not all The kind of places I'm going, the slider be wagyu. What it Not all
1: wagyu is slider, but also not all slider is wagyu. And speaking of wagyu, we were just talking to a friend of the show Negnance, Chris Chang. Oh yeah. And we we're in the middle of setting up. It's been too long since we've been on our kind of TikTok restaurant tour. Yes. We hit boa, we hit, or you know all the all the spots,
0: but uh, a new challenger has entered into the arena. I, I am very excited about this development because. So I have a problem. I don't know if this happens to you, where some of your texts only go to your computer and not your phone. Yeah, it's usually the other way around. Well the group chat with chang is only between you me and chang only goes to my computer Mm. so when i open my computer it's a fun surprise about chang being like let's go to salt bay's restaurant
1: okay that makes sense because when we were talking i didn't even realize you were in that group chat because you were so silent it makes sense now but salt bay's restaurant just opened in beverly hills in the last few weeks and it's time to do another corporate write-off and turn up with some gold leaf tomahawk (laughs) Chops.
0: I honestly, is there anything for me to eat there besides like mashed potatoes?
1: They yeah, got they got salads. They'll have something called like the kitty, like the slutty kitty salad.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's the all the menu items have awful names. I didn't know that. I don't know much about It's gonna him. be like the Pimp Greens or I something didn't know, like that.
0: <laughs> I didn't know much about him. I, I don't know much about him mercifully, but I, I'm under the impression that business is booming. He has like multiple restaurants. If you go to the the Salt Bay restaurant website, he has
1: a restaurant in maybe like 30 cities all over the world. And it's all like basically whatever the the high spender big dog. It's just it's like
0: Scottsdale. Con- no, no, no. Vegas. It's
1: It's more. It's like. Arab Emirates, Saudi Arabia,
0: like it's it's an international operation.
1: I think I think the bulk of their money is coming in from Russia, Russia, Eastern Europe, Middle East, East. places like that.
0: Damn. So where is it? Beverly Hills? Yeah, somewhere in Beverly Hills. I don't know. Do you think a table is hard to come by,
1: though? Uh, I don't think it's going to be the toughest table in town. It ain't going to be no GGs. I don't know a single person there, and I don't I don't think it'll be that hard because like Eater came out with a story talking about it and it was not favorable it was just kind of like making well, fun of Well i don't it.
0: think the person that goes to salt bay's restaurant is checking out the eater review Whoever's
1: going to a Salt Bay restaurant has no idea what Eater or Yelp is. Yeah. They just, they have MX and, uh, or they need to like launder some.
0: <laughs> yeah. Launder I gotta some spend gun spend money. money. What's the, what's the, I feel like it'll be good. Man. I think I, I, I worry it'll be good. I worry that it'll be because number one on your list is still boa of all the shit restaurants that we went to. Yeah. And I didn't even really like it, but it just, but still we have to rank it. It'd be, it would be, we would be stupid not to rank. And yeah, I yeah. don't, my vote doesn't count because I'm not a, a foodie. What else was that? So there's Delilah.
1: There was Boa. There was... No, I mean, because we can't beat Nobu in Malibu. That was... That's a real restaurant. But that doesn't count. Yeah. I mean, that's actually a real Sunset Tower restaurant. doesn't
0: count. No, no, no. Sunset Tower doesn't count.
1: Yeah, it needs to be like a Katana.
0: I would hit Katana anytime. Katana's got heat. Oh, God. I'll hit Katana anytime. No, 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 no. No? no.
1: Or what should, what's the place that you went to?
0: Catch? Like, catch that? was... Bro, Catch was...
1: Barf! Okay. If if the if the biggest culinary mind in the in the building is rapper of the game, then <laughs> that seems good. That does no? not seem oh, good. Okay, I'm
0: sorry. That seemed bad. Well, speaking of biggest rappers in the game, we do have a great guest today, Dean Dean Kissick. Uh, a, a well, he's he's British, but lives in lives in New York. Um, he is the editor of Spike, uh, an art magazine from Germany. Um, He has a great column called Downward Spiral. He's one of the the brighter guys that we've had on the podcast. He was on Red Scare, and his voice is so soothing. He should go on every podcast just for that reason.
1: His voice sounded so good on Red Scare, so I can't wait to hear what his voice sounds like on a podcast that has actually good audio quality. We'll see what happens.
0: Don't come for my queens. Their audio quality is not the point, Jason.
1: I know, I know. No, I mean they're also my queens. The last episode I listened to was great. I was talking to him about it. The fact that their audio quality and editing is not—it's charming. It is charming. so yeah, let's give let's, Dean a call. Let's tap in with Big Dini. Let's see how good he sounds on go. Zoom.
0: How long gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh oh, and internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly
1: how long all one word find out why over 4500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend neutrophil for healthier hair neutrophil.com spelled n-u-t-r-a-f-o-l i got raf on the nut dot <laughs> com promo code how long that's neutrophil.com <laughs> promo code
0: how long
2: i'm sorry i'm late i've just been uh, rushing rushing down from union square
0: we you? purchasing some some produce what were you doing up there in union square
2: i was doing some writing in the park oh my god i did go to paragon sports to buy a tennis permit and i went to pick up a load of tennis balls
1: how much is a load of balls by the way
2: well not a load a dozen (laughs)
0: okay okay that's that's a a load in new york that's a load you need a tote bag for that you know what i mean that's like a whole thing so yeah. riding in the park in
1: Union Square, it sounds like a very lovely activity. I'm i am jealous of your day so far, Dean. How often do you write in the park?
2: I haven't done it so much this year. I did a lot last year.
1: Is this on laptop or are you doing pen to the pad? Yeah, just
2: pen and pad. It's very nice. I, I highly recommend it to anyone. It's the first time I've been to Union Square for a while. And they've put up all these tables, almost like picnic areas everywhere. They've put up all these green parasols that they usually don't have. And little fold-out tables and little fold-out chairs. And they've got various seating areas all around inside Mm -hmm. and the outside of the park. Very nice. It's like an an
1: Italian plaza square. Yeah, exactly.
0: Because when I think of Union Square, I'm thinking about like, you know, a free hug guy, you know, with the sign. Maybe some, maybe some farmer's market, maybe, uh, some chess players. Those are kind of the iconic, you know, Union Square things that I think of, but I go
1: there to check out the, I check out the urban street dancing and then they also have a Nordstrom's (laughs) rack over there and I will browse the, (laughs) the XL section. Sometimes I, one time I came up on a nice pair of Ugg boots over there and then Whole Foods is just across the park, you know,
0: name a better square. That's true. The name a better square. I mean, I didn't know. Is that do you get do you like going there versus like Tompkins because it's less people you know and you can sit in, in solitude? Or what, what is your reason for Union Square versus another park?
2: I live in Soho now, so I really like the corner of uh, Spring and Thompson. There's some nice mm. chess tables there. You can do like real people watching on that corner mm-hmm. in particular, particularly now. Like people have really come out in the craziest. Craziest looks. It's
0: America's runway over there. <laughs> the fits, so you're saying the fits are insane right now in New York.
2: Yeah, I saw I saw a guy on that corner the other day. I really I remember this one very clearly. He was wearing like a Vivian Westwood hoodie okay. but with the uh, with the sleeves torn off, and he was this incredibly <laughs> ripped guy, like giant arms, wearing this Vivian Westwood hoodie with his sleeves torn off, and then he was wearing kind of Vivian Westwood sneakers. I did not know they did that kind of thing, like translucent, futuristic Vivian Westwood sneakers.
0: It's an ASICs it's an ASICs collaboration. They've done they've done like a few sneakers now.
2: Okay. So so he's strolling down the street in Vivian Westwood really ripped and he had a two baby stroller, like a power stroller. It's <laughs> marching up what? and down. Ooh,
1: I was about to say, why didn't you ask Dwayne the Rock Johnson for an autograph? But I don't think he has two small <laughs> children.
0: That's a that's a whole look. I don't think of Vivian Westwood is kind of like a buff guy's uniform, but obviously he had to make those edits himself to squeeze the biceps into it. I think that's what edits. That's what you're saying. Okay, Halston. Yeah, yeah. I'm, have you watched Halston Dean on Netflix?
2: Uh, no, I, I haven't. I haven't watched Halston. I haven't. I don't really watch a lot of. Um, I don't even have Netflix. I'm not so up on the streaming stuff.
1: You're more of a Criterion guy.
2: BHS? Uh, not really. I don't watch a lot of films, but I did. I got sick recently, so I watched some films, and I enjoyed it. That was very, very out of character.
1: So you don't? You're not a streamer, and you don't watch a lot of films. Are you? Do you watch anything? Sports? Big sports guy?
2: Uh, a little footy. Uh, I'm going to watch the Euros. England have a very good team. It's I was actually thinking as Anglophiles, or at least one of you as an Anglophile, I was going to push that I think you should support England. And I think this might be England's summer after 56, 57 years of hurt. I think this might be our summer, so it's a good time.
0: (laughs) Will will England as a whole explode if this victory is, is, it, it will be insane, right?
2: Yeah, it'll be completely insane. It will bring the country back together, I think. It's maybe, it's maybe the only thing that could reunite. reunite England.
1: <laughs> the <laughs> only thing that can bring you guys together is a shared hatred of your surrounding countries that you would have to defeat in, these, in the Euros.
2: Yeah.
0: Have you gotten a scene report from London now that the pubs are open? Have you talked to some friends to give us a little... Because it looks pretty good on Instagram, but I need an on-the-ground report.
2: I haven't spoken to anyone since it reopened. It seemed, it seemed pretty, pretty grim there. But I'm sure it's great now.
1: Can you hypothesize what you think it might be like?
2: London is very nice in summer. There's few things nicer anyway than a kind of English pub garden, drinking in the sunshine. I used to live in London a long time. I do miss it in a way.
0: I can hear I can hear the Verve playing in my fucking AirPods right now, Dean. You really situated me.
2: If England do well, in particular, like if England do well in the Euros this summer, and all the pubs are reopened and everyone's hanging out outside, covid will come back that's what you think no, 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 no. it'll be it'll be euphoric
0: <laughs> i need that for england i mean i i am desperate to visit i have been told that a friend that there's a marlebone apartment waiting for me whenever i'm able to cross does that feel like the right neighborhood for me or do you think i should be exploring other options
2: i think marlebone is pretty much the nicest <laughs> part of town i think to live if you're going to live there a long time it's got a lot of um Really nice high-end cookware stores, I used to walk up and down Marylebone High Street sometimes, and I just stand outside these, just really expensive cookware stores, and just gaze through at these. Hanging pots and pans and kitchen appliances and kind of imagining... Just waiting for
1: that copper set to go on sale one day. I get it.
0: I like the idea that that neighborhood can support more than one high-end cookware store. That that means <laughs> it is the place for me, even though I don't cook.
2: Yeah, it's a real, real foodie part of town.
0: Dean, are you chefing it up in the kitchen?
2: No, no, I'm not yeah. at all. I'm not at all. I just like the lifestyle it suggests. So
1: what, what lifestyle do you think high-end cookware suggests exactly?
2: You know, I grew up in the countryside till I was 10 or so. And then I lived in Oxford, a small city in the south. I used to have these dreams of living in London or New York, places like that. And when I was a kid, I'd read about, you'd read about it maybe in the weekend papers my mum and dad would get. I'd kind of dream of this metropolitan lifestyle where you have a great kitchen and you have like nice modernist furniture. You know, it's nice to go to say a department store in Paris and look at the lighting section or go look at the food halls and stuff. Even though I'm not necessarily going to buy that stuff or I'm not sure that I would, I just like that kind of the dream of lifestyle it suggests.
0: It's a dress you
1: don't mind trying on every once in a while? Yeah.
0: It's amazing. I mean, I, I, I love to overspend. Yeah, you know, it's kind of my problem, so it's it's quite easy for me to somehow spend $100 in a plate. I don't even like eating that much and I'm still it's still possible for <laughs> me to spend $100 in there no problem.
1: Yeah, Dean, do you have any uh any items that you have a problem with on your spending? Something that you don't really ever check the price tags, you know, I don't know if it's clothes, cars, faucets, whatever it might be.
2: You know, I spend a lot on coffee, pastries sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> pastries. <laughs>
1: Pastries is a pro.
2: That's
1: I mean, when do you think the body is going to turn if you're eating so many pastries? Right now you look like a pretty svelte fella.
2: Well, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to start eating less pastries, but that's maybe maybe coffee. I'd say coffee.
1: Okay. What's the king of pastries? Gun to your head, last pastry you can have.
2: King of pastries.
1: Sounds like a fat guy in Philadelphia, doesn't it?
2: <laughs> um is it the Queen Aman? I like Dominique Ancel. So Don't say the Krona. <laughs> I was thinking Dominique Ancel. Well, I had a Queen Amon from Dominique Ancel yesterday, I think. Yesterday or the day before. Okay. That's very good. I like actually a lot from Dominique Ancel. Toasted coconut chocolate croissant. Maybe it's like a toasted coconut chocolate almond croissant. There's a lot going in there. It's a really like heavy croissant. When you have it in the bag, you can feel it weighing you down. So I'd recommend anyone to go. It was like
1: three or four stone in there. Just one croissant alone.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. that That is delicious. And I t- That I
0: Dominique g- incel can cram a
2: lot of <laughs> ingredients <laughs> in,
1: can't he?
0: <laughs> that does. I mean, honestly, though, that does sound delicious. I mean, that sounds like all shit that would work. I mean, in my opinion, though, you put Coconut anything in the, in the croissant, a croissant. That's blasphemy to me. His whole game is blasphemy. That's his whole thing, Jason.
1: This sounds like Nine Inch Nails lyrics so far. I like it.
0: I, I didn't I didn't know you were such a pastry guy, Dean. That, I'm, that's an interesting flake on your croissant.
1: Every thin guy in New York is a pastry guy. Low key, they eat in croissants on the daily. You
0: enjoying a nice cigarette with
1: that coffee and croissant or no?
2: Uh, I smoke Marlboro Lights sometimes, but I'm trying... I try not to so much, but but I only do it when I'm drinking. Yeah, I no longer have that pleasure of a cigarette and a coffee. It doesn't it doesn't do it for me like it used to. But I think if I go to um, say Europe, hopefully I'll get to go to Europe. Maybe maybe if I was in Paris or Naples or somewhere like that, you know, you have to have. When in uh, Rome, yeah, like
1: the Romans do.
2: Yeah, you got to have a cigarette and a coffee in the morning. A few pleasures yes. as great as this. I stepped out of my door. A couple of days ago, really feels like summer here. Stepped out my door downtown and it's kind of a hot summer morning and I can smell the cigarette smoke drifting over the streets, smell like <laughs> coffees, people's lunches. It's such a beautiful feeling.
1: So you don't have a problem with secondhand smoke? No, of course not.
0: Not. <laughs> <laughs> I only have a problem with secondhand smoke when I'm jogging and I get hit in the face with it. That's the only time I have an issue with it. Other times I'll take it in as a little bit of pleasure. Yeah. Dean,
1: I think I first became aware of you after listening to you on Red Scare talking about NFTs, which, and that feels like it was six months ago, doesn't it, Dean? Yeah.
2: Yeah. That was a, a couple months ago, I think. Maybe less.
1: Yeah. A couple months ago. Hey, how much do you think The NFT world has changed since then, and B, how much are you sick of talking about NFTs at this point?
2: I'm I'm not sick of it. I think I think going on Red Scare really changed my life. You know, and kind of brought me (laughs) brought me opportunities like being on for the better, for the worse, for the better. Like it's uh, okay. I mean, you're talking to us now, right? Yeah, exactly. This is this is a perfect example of it. it. It brought me on. I would like to point out that
0: I just not to you know, but my relationship with Dean did predate his appearance on Red Scare. But I, I, I you know, you know, I just want to point that well, out. Well, and but also yes.
1: you were you are known for having such a distinctly pleasant, calming, and sexy voice on the show. Has anyone ever only recognized you from your voice in public, like you're walking around at Whole Foods? And you'll be asking somebody where the quince pace is, and someone's ear will perk up and be like, "I think I heard that motherfucker on Red Scare," and then they'll come find you. Has that happened?
2: No, I don't. I don't think so. People have suggest people have suggested that it's fake. You know that I'm like, oh, put it, you're putting put, it on, putting it all on, or um. That sort of thing, but yeah, no, no one's no one's recognized me just by that. It happens to Chris a lot,
1: but he has a very loud and booming, distinct voice, so that makes more yeah, sense.
0: Yeah, it has happened to me a handful of times, um, but yeah, much more boisterous than you are. So I think that that tracks. Yeah,
1: both both of you guys could be voiceover actors for a wonderful Pixar film, and you guys would sort of be the yin and the yang, the the fire and the ice type of characters. Chris Which, might be a, a bumbling bulldog. And you would be kind of like a sexy frog, you know what I mean <laughs> boyish I, <laughs> a boyish sexy boyish frog. i mean
0: did the so you're you're saying your appearance so it, it you're saying that appearing on a podcast actually did create opportunities for you in in a good way
2: Oh, I think it did change my life to some extent at least, but i'd never I've never been asked to go speak at a college or anything like that. Never been asked mm-hmm. to teach or go do a guest talk or conversation, anything like that. And I really have had a big chip on my shoulder about it, actually. Like it's something that really <laughs> annoys me and I find quite, quite offensive. And then um, <laughs> since, uh, since going on Red Scare, I got to go do like a Zoom conversation with NYU. And I got to also do a kind of talk conversation with the Royal College of Art, which was my old college out in, wow. out in West London. So I feel very vindicated. We've heard you on
1: Red Scare.
2: We yeah. must have you at
1: once. <laughs> we heard you discussing retards on, on <laughs> Patreon.
2: Well, <laughs> yeah, it,
0: it, Yeah, they didn't pay for the Patreon episode. They only heard they only heard the the free one.
2: Yeah, it turns out that's what that's what gets you ahead. I quite enjoyed it actually. When I was doing this, well, NYU thing in particular, I was talking to a uh, class of students and it's online and they were all mostly in their respective homes i think most of them were outside of new york so they were in parents homes or whatever and a lot of these
1: they're all in martha's vineyard
2: (laughs) they all looked really cold i don't know why they kind of it, it was it was like a warm day and as the longer I was talking, people were like just wrapping themselves in more and more layers of blankets and they, they looked really cold and unhappy. But for the, for, the, for the most part, they just looked really disaffected, really disinterested and disaffected by the whole thing. And it really reminded me. Well, I
1: mean, you—it sounds like you fucked up their ski trip.
2: I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. but I found that you know, I found it quite like exciting. It, rem- it reminded me of like when I was that like young, disaffected student, and it's very like uh-huh. it's a, it's an exciting kind of place to be in a way. I can relate. No, no, I mean, I was very disinterested as a studio student too, and and I think it's hard to be doing um, you know online learning as I was rushing down from Union Square to come here. I kind of cut through Washington Square Park on my city bike about half an hour ago. And it's like NYU graduation day there, I guess. So there's people in like purple gowns.
0: Yeah, no, no. Unfortunately, you know, Hillary Clinton's not giving the commencement speech at Yankee Stadium this year. But, you know, you still get to graduate and your parents only spent you know, roughly 200,000, you -hmm. know, so it's, it's pretty, I mean, it seems pretty good to me. The deal seems pretty good.
1: Yeah. And that's why Dean was late for this episode He He saw the ceremony and he had to pull the city bike over and, and buy flowers and stuff to kind of give them out to the kids. It's part of his, his sexy frog persona that he (laughs) continues to perpetuate.
0: When Dean and I met up a couple of weeks ago in New York for, for a chat, I think we were, we were talking specifically about how, this might be the worst time in culture that we've ever lived through and I Dean you just made you made some very good points and I, I agreed with you for the most part but I would love for you to like expand on that theory a little bit that we're living in the ugliest time culturally aesthetically that we've ever lived in before
1: name five cultures right now off top <laughs>
2: <laughs> just to
1: see what you're rocking with like
2: I know the most about art. Art feels very exhausted and feels like there's a lack of new ideas and you can feel something similar going on in music. It's something I've heard you guys talk about before, like maybe say with the dominant genres of rap have become very formulaic, very kind of cyclical, and perhaps we're kind of in a an interregnum while we're, we're waiting for the new the new genre of rap or the new kind of art to come through something i think that's like a perfect example of the phenomenon there was a video that went viral i particularly saw it through like a willie staley tweet but there were uh various versions of it where there's tiktok dancer who's it addison ray is that her name i think yes
0: yes yes one of the largest names on tiktok Yes,
2: it's addison ray who i think is the second most popular person on tiktok and she's dancing on the um Tonight Show, I guess, with with a presenter behind her, like with the names of different songs on big pieces of paper, and and she's kind of performing these different songs to like the the song titles he's holding up, and it all just seems so like robotic and joyless. It's this completely inhuman, joyless form of entertainment, and and you could talk about this in different different forms as well. Perhaps like Marvel Cinematic Universe dominating cinema would be an example of this. Perhaps like forms of streaming television although i don't really watch the stuff so i'm not qualified to say
1: emily in paris fast and furious yeah and ray they're all lumped into the same category
2: yeah 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 although i did i did like emily in paris although i wasn't really
0: my man
2: but i like paris <laughs> but then even you know this thing going on where there's the gossip girl Writer or whatever is online kind of saying how this is going to be like a sex positive, like educational show now or whatever. Like, like everything just seems so kind of emptied out and created by algorithm or created to, to match a kind of mass audience. I think a lot of it has to do, I believe a lot of it has to do with the kind of network form and the way that social media or just networked communication encourages things to become it doesn't encourage innovation it just encourages more and more and more of the same and that's I guess the way algorithms are kind of designed is to find something someone likes or find something a lot of people like and just hit them with more and more and more of it so that's where we are presumably at some point that explodes and kind of something new comes along
1: so when you say it explodes does that mean like like a decimation, like a a flattening of the earth so we can begin again from new, or you know, does something have to die before it comes back, is what I'm asking.
2: Yeah, I think people get people will just get really sick of having the same of everything. And I'm sure this has happened many, many times in the histories of you know, different media, different culture. You kind of you maybe have to kill something before you can move on. One other thing I'd say on this though, which is kind of the flip side is we're also maybe seeing a change in what culture is or where culture happens. I still see it in terms of like art, music, movies. But what's really happening now is probably more to do with um, personalities and identities and the way people create new identities or explore the limits of identity online, the way people kind of turn their Personality into some crazy story or some crazy commodity, you know. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think what's happening in that area is really interesting. And that's kind of something new and perhaps exciting.
1: Do you have an example of, of someone who's done that, that you have enjoyed?
2: I mean, I, I've hung out a couple of times with a friend of yours, Caroline Calloway. And she's very, she really <laughs> lives that, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. it's not an act. That is her through and through. And if you if you talk to her at any point, go to a talk party with her and talk to her at any point during the night. And she is, she is that person. She is the kind of self as performance yeah
1: sometimes i wonder if there's ever a moment where it it ever fully turns off you know it's kind of the way we live now right
2: i agree with you i think that
0: is the way we live i think that's why she's been able to succeed doing this partly is because it's like This is what people want. And succeed means, you know, different things to different people. Like, I don't know if you want infamy or you want money or you want success or what the eventual goal is of, of something like that. You know what I mean? I think that's the question. Like, how do we gauge that? Or do we just take it in and that's what it is, what it is?
1: And also you have to pay attention to a certain level of these things and these people, you know, you have to sort of know what Jake Paul is doing and you have to know who Addison Ray is a little bit. Or else you'll be considered a luddite, or like the weirdo at the party who lives in a van down by the river, or something.
2: I am a luddite. That's why I was late today. I guess is because I don't, because I, I don't have like Google Calendar, so I don't get the kind of.
0: You, I'm sorry, you don't have Google
2: Calendar? I just write things down, but, but I, I write them down on Apple Notes. But like I write down, but I don't, I don't have. I
1: like that. I like that. But I don't have much I to do. I do too. I, I'm not a
2: busy person. <laughs> <laughs> not in that sense. So you live
1: a bit more of a park life style than than Chris might is what you're saying.
2: Yeah, I do a lot of work but it's just for a deadline. I don't need to be on a lot of Zoom calls to
1: do it you're not ideating with the team as much as other people might be
2: no <laughs> okay. though I'm, I'm happy to do that i'm, I'm available for work
0: <laughs> yeah. okay. Okay. i will i will ideate i will ideate for money just let me know i'm available well then,
1: you, know, you, you do a lot of these creative jobs and you and you do writing and all those things and and brands and strategy and all that stuff but in that field of creative work what is what is the ultimate goal for you what is the ultimate dream gig to be doing
2: in terms of what I really enjoy, kind of dream gigs, like I, I think it's nice to work for big fashion houses. I do a lot of writing, some writing, a bit of editing sometimes for Lueve. And I enjoy that, not just because it's kind of interesting work, fairly well remunerated, but it's it's a brand I like and it's a brand I have even bought and wear sometimes. I still kind of feel the appeal of fashion. Like I still, fashion still gets me excited so aside from enjoying the work, the kind of allure of being involved with a house like that, yeah, still gets me. Like it's nice to be, mm. on, the, nice to be on the same team of um, a great designer or kind of a great creative directing team. And it's also like if I like the image that's put up on the billboards, the kind of image the brand is putting out in the world, it's nice to be part of that image and even to like Help contribute to it.
0: I feel you 100% on this. I think it's, it is nice to, even if it's, even if it's, um, you know, it can be a struggle and you're not going to agree all the time. I do think it's nice to be a part of something bigger. You know what I mean? In that way, when, when it's like you think the, the final vision is going to be realized, it's nice to be a part of that, especially as like a little bit of an outsider. You know what I mean? Cause you're not in the office every day, like watching the process. You get it at a certain point.
2: Yeah. It, it's something, um, Natasha Stargas said before. Kind of brands have so much power over the magazines now. makes more sense to be involved with the brands because they're the people who have the money and the freedom and they're kind of creating more. New stuff now.
0: You know, you work with Spike, which is obviously like an independent magazine. You know what I mean? Are they, is that something that's purely, is that just, does that exist purely for the love of the game or is that a profitable entity or, or is this, is it like a, an artistic endeavor?
2: Well, one of the founders, my boss, Rita, is an artist. She founded a magazine about 13 years ago. I think it's kind of artistic, but um, they make money. It pays the bills at least and the magazine is based in uh, Berlin so i do think in europe there's a lot of support for this kind of thing
0: that magazine particularly like jumps out at i mean when you look at that the cover jumps out at you in a nice way you know i think we're i think magazines are are never going to to go away i think it's still going to be the thing where it's just more specialty and more expensive and that's where we're going to live and i think there's a lot of these fashion houses are happy to spend money on advertisements to keep these magazines around at least for now because an older guard for lack of a better term is still in charge they're going to die soon you know what i mean but i think the people are like fashion weeks never going to come back and i'm like yeah it is it's still 60-year-old men and women in charge of this shit that want it to come back like, it's not a 20 year old who like cares about carbon emissions who's deciding whether fashion shows. Haven't
1: happen. they learned anything from Halston on Netflix? Exactly, exactly. But I think that, like. The old white guy is still going to call the shots at the end of the day.
0: All that stuff is going to continue because the people in charge want it to continue. I don't think there can be a, a real shift away from it until it's truly like a new guard that, that is in charge of making those decisions.
1: Hopefully, I'm talking to the new guard right here.
0: You are. <laughs> <laughs> For listeners at home, Dean violently shook his head. No. Be a, be a gatekeeper, Dean. Be a fucking gatekeeper.
2: I'm 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 not part of it. I'm not really so so involved in the fashion industry.
0: Dean Big Dean floats, man. Dean, you can't pin him down. I don't know. I you know, I that's what I love. The mystery is is titillating. Okay, are you you
1: you mentioned being a fan of fashion. You said fashion still gets you, still moves you. You've done some work with Loewe and they have some interesting, you know, funky choices, but I feel like you might be more of a uniform dresser. Where where do you normally stand on a day to day fit?
2: Most days, I'm just wearing like Nike shorts and a t-shirt, standard white t-shirt. But I do I do buy some designer stuff. I, I do like that. I like like more and more. I like to get um, garish garments.
1: You you said you like to buy them, but do you like to wear them?
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I do I do I do wear them. I like to dress up to go out sometimes. And it, it's part of being um, like I'm half Asian, I'm half Japanese, and I feel very I feel very Asian if I'm wearing like a kind of a slightly ridiculous get-up Sometimes you know, like oh, a kind of colorful, bright. You feel a little BTSy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. It, it's such a part of Asian culture, I think. You know, being being into liking designer stuff, even though you maybe shouldn't, and buying kind of. Slightly silly garments and like kind of overdressing a bit, clashing.
1: We all have a few friends like that. Yeah. David Cho for one. Colorful pair of sneakers perhaps. Yeah, I like
2: that sometimes.
0: I would like to wear the same thing every day, but then I do get the trigger finger itch to purchase something a little louder, a little more extreme and more expensive more mainly. Because there's nothing that compared to – the only thing that compared to the rush of buying designer clothes is cocaine. And I have done research in both of those markets, and I can I can say that they're equal.
1: Yeah, you I, you snorted your way to the top of that al- uh, that algorithm, didn't you?
0: I did. But D- Dean, also, I saw you at a party a couple weeks ago, and I feel like you're you're out on the town. Are you not?
2: I've been out on the town a lot a lot over the last year, I'd say, because I think because New York really opened up kind of around June last year, I'd say, like like mm-hmm. parties really started happening around June. According to
1: my spiteful Instagram story viewing, I would say those dates add up. Yeah, <laughs> That's
2: track early mid June.
1: So that was a long time ago.
2: It was a long time ago. So I, a year ago almost. I, I would go to things, and I'll go to things if I'm invited.
1: Dean will go to the opening of an envelope, huh?
2: I'll go. I'll go to. Uh, I'll go to like an indoor party during a global pandemic. I'd say. <laughs> and, I, and I might. And I, and I, Does I'm, anybody <laughs> know any
1: good indoor <laughs> parties tonight? <laughs>
2: sometimes like you'd get invited to a party on a rooftop in fall and i'd like text text the host and be like you know are we really going to be on a rooftop though because i want to i want to hang out with you but i don't want to be like outside on a rooftop tonight that's going to be horrible and i'd always say you know let's hope they say well you know the 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 apartment's downstairs like we can we, we can work it out we'll see we'll see where everything flows
1: I'm not going to wear my good trousers if I'll be sitting uh, crisscross on some tar-stained cement rooftop thing, you know? Yeah. Um, so so you've, if you've been going to parties for the last year almost, then you haven't really experienced the kind of reacclimation fatigue that seems to be going on with other people in the world right now of like going from zero to 60 overnight.
2: No, I'm trying to go back to zero. You know, I'm 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 trying to get my life together.
1: You went to the world and you said, "I'd rather not."
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> are you, are you? But are you turning up? Are you drinking that much, or are you just out late?
2: Yeah, I, I've been I've been drinking too much. I think like doing doing too much coke sometimes. Smoking smoking too many <laughs> cigarettes. Like mm-hmm. all, all these things, I have like. Very cool, and I, and I think people. No, it's not cool though. It's not cool. I need to. Uh, <laughs> I wanna. I wanna pull myself together because it's okay. it's so okay. nice now. Like I wanna wake up in the morning, enjoy the day. You know, go out and enjoy these beautiful summer days. Your new life begins
1: today. You thought it was red scare, but no, no, no. Red scare got your profile raised, and we're gonna get your your mind, body, and soul raised.
2: I do feel like my new life began today. I was I was already <laughs> I was already thinking that. I kind of. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I weighed myself I weighed myself this morning and I thought okay this is this is the most I'm gonna weigh like oh yeah like this needs to be the, <laughs> the peak and now we're gonna get back in shape
1: if you don't mind me asking are you a single man are you in a relationship because that can affect your your drug intake your food intake and your social intake
2: yeah i'm a I'm a single man and I think now is a good time to be single I think this summer will be a good time to be single but I also think yeah I shouldn't Go off. I shouldn't be a single man forever. This is something else I've been thinking about.
0: Is Dean ready to settle down? Five more
1: years?
2: Yeah, maybe. I have actually thought that before actually.
1: Your equivalent of like a woman deciding at what age they're gonna have their baby. You're like, all right, what time am I gonna stop fucking
2: strangers, you know? No, I not I'm not I'm not like fucking around like that. But by like by settling down I mean more. If I really wanted to get married or really wanted to have kids that's something I would have to think about in the next five years, say. Although it's easy to keep on keep on putting these things off.
0: I live in New York City, Dean. It's a it's a it's a playground. It's a it's it's really you know there are no rules there. You can be whoever you want to be for as long as you want, which is dangerous.
2: I like that about New York. I think it's very different from London in that sense.
0: Is there a pressure to is there a pressure to like do that stuff younger in London?
2: A lot of people are coupled up, I think, but I haven't lived there for a decade, so I might be wrong about that. But I think it's more the sense of what you were saying about you can just be whatever you want, you know? You can be anything you Mm -hmm. want. I think this comes back a bit to what I was saying earlier about the performance of personality, identity. Like, I think those possibilities are more open than they ever were before. Or that's how I see this moment. I think the boundaries of what a kind of a human can be, a person can be, just seem to be getting more and more wild each passing week.
1: Do you have any ideas on how you might be reimagining yourself?
2: I'm not really one of the people I'm talking about.
1: Well, when you moved here from London 10 years ago, did you change yourself? Did you reimagine yourself as a, a different person in New York?
2: Yeah, it changed my life. It's, it's changed who I am for the better, I think. And My, my friends will say I've changed a lot, but um, I moved to Los Angeles first, and that's what really yeah <laughs> yeah
0: put it up for Kali one time. he watched a full season of the o c got on a plane and was like, Where are these guys in Rooney? I need to find these guys
2: I did like the <laughs> o c and I lived like <laughs> I lived in Koreatown, kind of by MacArthur Park, so I lived more mm-hmm. closer to downtown, but there were a few times I drove down to Newport Beach or places like that and kind of walked along the boardwalk and got felt like I was getting Did you more go there of that. because you
1: have like a fetish for getting beat up by guys <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know I found it quite uh, I d- I didn't have that experience I found it really like idyllic I was like I was like wow this is really the American dream like it's not it's not my American dream but I get it because I'm I'm walking up and down this boardwalk and there's these beautiful houses and this perfect sunset and kind of...
1: There couldn't be a care in the world. Every day is Shaka, 420, (laughs) we're millionaires. And that's a huge difference from MacArthur Park, get in your car, drive 49 minutes, and you're in Orange County doing that walk. It couldn't be more
0: night and day. Yeah. Why did you come to LA first?
2: You know, I've I've been asked this before, and I always say the same thing, but it's true. Nice piece of ass. I I thought... (laughs)
1: I had a little ting. I had a I had a ting in Torrance. <laughs> Didn't work out. So here I
2: am. Sadly, uh, sadly not. But I'd lived in London a long time, and I was burnt out. And I thought that I thought New York would be quite like London, and LA would be really different. I've come to realize that New York and London are just completely different cities, but LA is like another step of difference like the lifestyle there is so there's many different lifestyles available there but the lifestyle there in general is so different from london
1: so how long did you last in la before you're like i gotta get the fuck out of here
2: i was there for three years although i'd go i'd go back to london two months a Year to work, laundry and stuff, make money, but like to mm-hmm. go, just to go go work for Condé Nast and, um.
1: What 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 parts of Cali did you pick up and incorporate into your life? Do you have a taste for bombass carne asada now or?
2: Yeah, I did. I did like the food trucks, the the taco trucks. <laughs> I'd never had that kind of Mexican back home. I'd only really had like Taco Bell, like Tex Mex. I'd never had like real Mexican. It was actually really good for me. Like it was really, it was good to kind of calm down, slow down a bit, and enjoy life. I think it kind of reintroduced me to the beauty of the natural world, the beauty of a, of a sunset or a jacaranda tree or a hummingbird. I was also living with like different people, but I lived with a couple different girls who were very deep into kind of LA wellness. One of them, my friend Anna, she, she was actually working at Moon Juice. So she was like... Really, yeah. Yeah, so, so I, was, I was introduced to that world, which I was skeptical of, but it's still like I've kind of onboarded some of it for like healthy living, smoothies, that sort of thing.
1: Are you still skeptical about smoothie culture? Because I'm, you know, I'd be drinking smoothies every day, Dean. <laughs> it was,
2: it was more, no, it, it was more like the extremes.
1: Ashwagandha powder, Reiki, sex dust, healing, yeah, um,
2: mushroom fungus, yeah, or like, or like the stuff, the stuff that came with it. My friend who was working at Moonjuice, she said, you know, at first, the kind of staff meetings are pretty reasonable, but then over time, they start saying like, oh, you know, you should should never cut your hair. Like, you know, things get like, they start like... (laughs) They start telling you how many children you're allowed to have. Yeah. And I'd have, she started, you know, there'd always be like, there'd always be some kind of YouTube healer or YouTube prophet would be like playing in our house 24 7 like he'd constantly just be like oh jesus
0: did you know this person before you moved in well or you, did she transform before your eyes
2: no i i knew her online she was a friend of a friend and then we lived together this seems
1: like a great miniseries forming a young man coming over across the pond from london into the belly of the wellness beast joining a cult yeah maybe <laughs> you kiss somebody at the end
2: yeah,
0: we'll talk offline. <laughs> but, but,
2: but you know, these days I do uh, I do Headspace every morning, so I I took some of that. Yeah, stuff rubbed off on me. How
0: long? How long is your? How long are your sessions? I can't meditate. I just don't have it in me.
2: No shit. I do ten minutes. <laughs> I was told you should be doing twenty minutes, but I do ten. That's my compromise.
1: Are you still doing it, Jason? Oh uh, yeah, I, I do it. I've been meditating in the sauna lately. This bitch. But I used to do it. I used to do it every day. But I had to do it partially. Laying, I would I would be in the seated position, but laying down. So like my back would be on the floor and then my legs would be like my knees would be like 90 degree on the back of the bed. So I was like in the seated position and then full nude and then put the the headspace or the calm on noise canceling. That was peak, peak meditation for me. I would fall asleep every time, wake up feeling like a new man. Bro, why you got to have
0: your clothes off for that?
1: It's it's kind of like the sensory deprivation vibe. Mm. If I'm if I'm wearing all these clothes I'll like I'll be aware of the them on my skin. But if I'm naked then it's just one step closer to nirvana, you know what I mean? Without these corporate threads all over my body
0: these tattered these tattered rags that are just sent to the house and you have to choose from them i mean that probably means that i need it the most is what i would say
1: yeah you need to be held down and slapped like a like a bad feral pig i
0: do i really do that's
1: the only way we're gonna get you to calm down
0: i can't calm down i can't not look at my phone i mean i feel like dean i feel like you have a good control over your screen time
2: yeah i'm i'm getting better Uh, kind of big change this year is i'm trying to like listen to a lot less Listen
1: to a lot less in general.
2: Yeah, to like not be walking around listening to podcasts or listening to music all the time, even though that feels good. It's a crutch. Yeah, it, it just kind of fills my head. Like, you, you kind of—it's easy to not like think at all.
1: It makes things easier, not necessarily in a good way. Yeah, that's
0: that's something I think about a lot. It's hard for me to. Yeah, I mean, I the best I can do is listen to like classical music or jazz when I'm driving. 'Cause that relaxes that, that's that to me, when there's no lyrics, I am it's a different experience for me. Po- listening to podcasts, and I, I say this, you know, as a as a you know, major force in the industry is fucked. It is not good for you. And when I was taking so much Oxycontin and listening to like five hours of podcasts a day, it was the darkest time of my life. And I think that podcasts were darker than the drugs, if I'm being honest. <sighs> you try to listen to that much Mark Maron and see how you come out.
1: I, I, how do you even five, five hours of podcasts a day? I mean, I know you're a big Joe Budden guy, but.
0: It was just early. It was, for me, it was, it was a little bit of like a discovery phase of the genre itself. So you're like trying things and like, you know, deciding what you like and you dip into this when you dip it out of that one. But like, you know, if you have three or four that you like, it's pretty easy to listen to a lot of pop. You know, if you got, especially that time, I probably had six or seven. Yes, some reply all was popping. Like there was a lot to listen <laughs> if to. If you really
1: hate the voice inside of your own head, you could, you could
0: yeah yeah no, I know mean, honestly that's that's what it is, and i we've talked about it, Jason, but I do think there's something to be said about like I don't know how healthy it is to hear people having conversations that you're not participating in all the time. i mean, It's a very strange thing when you look at it, you know from from outside.
2: What say you, Dean? Yeah, no, it's really good to have uh have a clear head, especially if you're trying to get things done. I forget who said this, but some writer was saying like you should always. You should always go to bed with a kind of question in your head, like a quandary, something, some problem you need to solve while you're sleeping, maybe things get taken care of. If I'm working on stuff, I try to uh, walk around and think about it and not be listening to stuff and go to coffee shop or whatever, walk down to the beginning of my run or the gym and like think about this this stuff I want to work on, think about these problems I want to solve. I can do a good name drop here, actually. A, a, a couple years ago... When I was living in East Village, I used to go to uh, a Brasso every day. Mm-hmm. It's like my favorite coffee shop.
0: Dean knows. Dean's gang. Dean's gang, Jason. You hear that. You already know. Yeah, it's a, I've heard of this popular coffee shop before.
2: It is, it is amazing. I actually moved. It's kind of crazy, but I moved to 6th Street mainly just so I could be like a block from there and could go like right on my pad there every day. You're a Brasso slut. And it's a very, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I was never part of the kind of the, the community there. Um, I'd like stay stay apart from that.
0: Yeah, I could live with I could live without the community. I could. Live, I'm with you. Yeah. Right? I don't love communities at places like that. I'm just here for the bean. Yeah,
2: I'd, I'd sit at the like Lono tables, all people on their own, reading books or writing in their notepads, and that is heaven for me. That's my favorite place.
0: They, they they play amazing music there.
2: Incredible, incredible music, incredible bossa nova. It's a real kind of anti-technological coffee shop. But at some point, I started bumping into Arca there. Arca was staying okay. at the, s- the standard for a week. R&B's Arca. So she would go there like every day. And she told me that she'd always go out for coffee without her phone. She'd say you should really like, you should always try to go out every day without your phone. And it's just really changes your life. Like it's so good for you. Not list- Not listening to stuff is one step, but to just kind of be able to pop off for an hour and not even have it, not have that crutch is very... Kind of liberating
1: i would I would literally have to schedule to do that on my phone to not do that with my phone, but yeah i can I'm having daydreams and fascinations of what that must be like just to go to Whole Foods go shopping and drive home because you have to be so aware of the world you you're not just relying on your map on your your waze map or your google maps to get home you're engaged in the world
2: it's very different
1: i'll give it a shot i'm just kidding i'm not going to fucking do that Are you kidding me dean
0: i mean you should do it i wish unfortunately no i will do it unfortunately do it. jason could do it unfortunately my work i i like can't do that like i'm not that kind of i don't know how that would that would only serve me in my personal life which you know who cares <laughs> i don't get paid for that unable to unplug yeah, exactly. Unable to unplug, um, Dean. That's bad. It was a pleasure. Thank you for joining us, King.
2: That's great. I'm. I'm a big fan of the show. It's been a real honor to be on it.
1: Dean, you listen to this shit. <laughs> I thought higher of you.
2: You know, I've I've, <laughs> I've actually I've actually listened to every episode. No way. I, I quite often like stop if I don't like the guest, but I think ev- every episode that's just you two, I've like listened to the you whole. Know, before, before the whole we let thing. before before we let you go, <laughs> Dean.
0: Before we let you go, why don't you just name some of those guests you didn't really like? That'd be great <laughs> for us. We're looking. We're crowdsourcing feedback, so it'd be helpful if you if you had any. You know, just if anybody you didn't, you just really didn't like. You know.
1: Really quick, last question. People have described our podcast. We just did a. a Podcast yesterday where the guest was saying their manager was like, Oh, do you want to do this podcast? It's kind of like a bro podcast. So, if you indeed are an avid listener, can you rate us on the zero to 99 Rotten Tomatoes scale for our level of broness?
2: I mean, I don't think it's that bro, right? It would be like 50, 60.
1: Ugh, that's still kind of high still kind of
0: no i would take that i think that's our charm jason and also we can't bury our we you know that's who we are we can't deny that you know what i mean so i think that thank you for that honest feedback and and dean tell people um where they can find you online where they can read your stuff etc
2: it's just my name is dean kissick and those are my handles i have a monthly column called the downward spiral
0: yeah you guys have to check that out it's quite good um Dean's one of my favorite people, too. A new, new favorite people to talk about, you know, just kind of the world at large with. I think he's got a very interesting, interesting take on it um, and it's knows how to mind. articulate it well. Yeah, knows how to articulate it well. Um, all right, Dean, thank you so much. Uh, it's a pleasure, and we will talk to you soon. All
1: right, Happiness, more or less, it's just
2: a something in my liberty. Oh. I watch you look up and watch my people going on just where I am. But how many corners do I have to turn?
0: How many times do I have to learn? All the love I have is in my mind. But I'm a lucky man.